0: Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use Moment Moment, of Clarity Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you right now Today is not the day, okay? I want to preface this show by letting everybody know That today is not the day Today is not the day for me to be with, okay? It's just not the day. I am not in the mood. I'm not feeling it. It's not. It's Today is not the day because I am still stuck on this church thing and it's driving me bananas. It is driving me bananas. And for all of you that are going to listen to this show and say, well, Stefan, why did you start your own church? Go to hell. Okay. <laughs> I'm just put that out there go to hell i'm not starting my own church i'm not called to start my own church i've not been cleared to start my own church i don't believe i'm supposed to start my own church so i'm not starting a church okay i understand the difficulty that it takes to start a church i understand the difficulty that it takes to run a church i understand the difficulty that it takes to maintain a church therefore i'm not starting a church but what i am gonna do is i'm gonna tell you what's wrong with church And how can I tell you that? How can I tell you what's wrong with church when I won't start my own church? Because I go to churches and I know what people need when they're in a church. And some churches are doing a pretty decent job. I still believe 90% of churches in America are misguided. But even of the the misguided, I believe they're hitting the mark in pockets. But what I want to see is a complete total overhaul of the church, of the entity of the church, a complete and total overhaul. I'm not talking revival. No, I don't want a revival. I do not want to bring back the light to life the same dead works that haven't been working in this country for over a hundred years. We have been practicing church in this country for what are we? A couple hundred years old? Come on, yep. my, yeah. I, know, I, I knew it's 200 something, but I didn't remember 200 what. So a couple hundred years old, right? And we've been practicing church in this country for a couple of hundred years. And look at where we are. Just look at where we are. Look at where we are as a nation. Look at where we are as a society. And you tell me that it's working. I dare you. I triple dog dare you to tell me that it's working. You'll never convince me that whatever we're doing as Christians in this country is working. It is not working. It is not working. And what do you do when something is broken? You fix it. You fix it. But we have a Generations, I was going to say an entire generation. No, we have multiple generations of Christians in this nation that refuse to fix the broken problem in this country. And it's the way that we view and operate Christianity and specifically the church in this nation. And I'm tired of it. I am sick and tired of fill in the blank. I am sick and tired of. Fill in the blank, whatever it is that you want to put in that blank as it deals with how Christianity operates in America. I'm sick of it. It's old and it's washed out and it's I I dare to say purposeless. Why do you go to church every Sunday? Why do you go to church every Sunday? Why do you go to church every Sunday? I want you to, I, if you're listening to this show, I want you to seriously ask yourself that question. And I want to hear an answer. Go to my Facebook page. And I don't care if you got to put a couple curse words in there because you're mad at me because I dared to ask you the question or you think churches are just fine. Go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash G. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-G. Go to my Facebook page and tell me, why do you go to church on Sunday? Do you go because you're supposed to go? Do you go because you forsake not the gathering of the saints? Do you go because you enjoy the worship service? You like to get together and you like to sing songs. And the pastor teaches you something that feels very pertinent to your life at that time. And it gives you an energy boost. and helps you get through the week. Because your life is just so terrible as an American your life is so hard and so just just distraught. It's so difficult being the first top class society in the entire world. I know, I know, I know it's tough. I know it's hard being an American. I know it's hard. And I know you need that Sunday service to help you get through the week of your full-time jobs, of your $50,000 a year salaries, of your healthy families, So healthy that you're obese. There's no T on the end of obese. So healthy that you're obese. And I understand that's not everybody's situation. There's a lot of people that go to church that don't have jobs. And they are struggling. And it can be difficult. But you're still in a society that it's very different not having a job here in America and not having a job in Afghanistan or not having a job in Brazil or not having a job in Russia, or not having a job in remote areas of India, or not having a job. It's just different. And so I'm asking, what do you go to church on Sunday for? Is it to worship God? If that's the purpose, then that's a terrible purpose because we're supposed to be worshiping God all the time. We're supposed to be praising God all the time. We're supposed to be seeking God all the time. We're supposed to be talking to God all the time. We're supposed to be listening to God all the time. We're supposed to have a relationship with God all the time. We're supposed to walk with God all the time. So why are you going to church on Sunday? I'm telling you, it is ridiculous what the church has become in this country. And like I said, I don't, I, whatever, I don't care if you think I'm bashing churches or not. Now that I think about it, I don't care. Think I'm bashing them. Part of I am bashing them a little bit because they're not doing their jobs. And I want to see a church overhaul in this country. In fact, I am calling, what is today's date, on September 1st, 2015, at whatever time you're listening to the podcast, I'm not going to tell you what time it is right now. But on September 1st, 2015, I am calling for a mass exodus out of the church. I want you to stop going to church. Yes. I love Jesus and I'm saved and I'm sanctified and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. And I want you to stop going to church. Don't go on Sunday unless you have a church that is actively pursuing the benefits of Christ. Unless you have a church that is actively pursuing doing the work of Christ, unless you have a church that is actively pursuing helping people grow in Christ, helping people learn about Christ, helping people don't go. Now, I'm telling you, like I said, there are some churches out there that are doing some good work. There's some churches out there that are helping the homeless. There's some churches out there that are feeding the poor. There's some churches out there that are uh, uh nurturing the sick, that are taking care of the elderly, that are counseling the disturbed. There are some churches out there that are doing some good work. But if your church is not one of them. If all your church has is children's ministry, youth group ministry, Bible Bible uh Bible what is it, what is it called? Dang. Study Yes. Study (laughs) a little flustered. I got you. Yeah. I got your back. Appreciate that. Bible study, Sunday school and Sunday worship. If that's all you guys have, if those are the only programs that you are actively pursuing right now at your church, you need to walk out. I'm telling you, walk out. Don't come back. Walk out and don't come back. Walk out and don't come back. Because your church is not operating as it should be. Because your church doesn't realize that it's not the church. We are the church. And we need to be collectively going out amongst the people to spread the gospel of Christ. If that means you stand on a street corner and you wave a Bible, fine. If that means that you go to the children's hospital and you play with kids, fine. If that means you go to the, el- the assisted living hospice home and you talk to the old people and you let them just talk your ear off, fine. If that means that you play basketball with at-risk youth, fine. If that means that you teach people how to take care of their lives financially and invest well and develop a savings, fine. If that means that you teach people a skill and a trade and how to become engineers and information technology specialists, fine. But if you're not doing anything, then nothing will ever get done. And right now, our church is not doing anything but coming in on Sundays, collecting an offering, and trying to make everybody feel better about themselves. Let me tell you something, Christians of America, you suck. You absolutely suck right now. It is absolutely outrageous that there are over 35,000 churches in America, well over 35,000 churches in America, yet we still have homeless people, yet we still have hungry people, yet we still have single mothers who can't afford to buy their children's shoes to go to school on the first day. 35,000 churches. 35,000 churches plus, and this lady can't put shoes on her kids' feet. Something is not working. 35,000 plus, and we still have loads of youth going into the jail system and becoming incarcerated. 35,000 plus, and we still have old people dying alone. 35,000 plus, and we still have children growing up with no father figure or no mother figure in their life. 35,000 plus. But you don't care. You don't care because you go to church and you sing three fast songs and two slow songs, and the pastor talks for 45 minutes. Unless you go to a black church, then the pastor talks for about an hour and a half. You collect an offering and you leave. And you feel better about yourself. You feel better about your life. You feel better about who you are as a person. You feel more connected to Christ. You feel like you have a true revelation about what you're supposed to be doing in your life. 35,000 plus. With all the churches in your city, with all the churches in your state, With all the churches in your country, we should not have the problems that we have today. And I'm not going to allow you to blame it on the liberal agenda. And I'm not going to allow you to blame it on the secularization of society. Because there was a time in this nation when you controlled the agenda. And there was a time in this nation when you controlled society. There was a time in this nation when you controlled the media. There was a time in this nation when you controlled education. There was a time in this nation when you controlled healthcare. There was a time in this nation when you ran the government. There was a time in this nation when you made sure that you were in charge of all the systems because you cared. But you don't care anymore. long as you've got your job, long as you can stay an analyst or an accountant or a nurse, as long as you can go somewhere every day, sit in a cubicle, make enough money to cover your bills, a little bit to go see a movie, maybe take a trip once a year, go out to dinner with somebody that you love, take your kids out to the beach, you're cool. You're good. Meanwhile, the church is not doing its job. And ladies and gentlemen, when I say the church is not doing its job, I mean you, are not doing your job because you are the church. You are not doing your job because you are the church. I understand everybody has personal responsibilities. You gotta take care of your kids, it's fine. But how are you, what are you doing to help others? Gotta take a break, I'ma come back and I'ma curse a little bit more. Moment of Clarity, Stefan G, Don't Go Nowhere. put your bible in the air so, bible in the air put your bible in the air bible in the air put your bible in the air bible in the air put your bible in the air bible in the air put your bible in the air bible in the air okay moment of clarity on Stephon no, I mean, on G I forgot to do the whole intro when I first came on. (laughs) But you are listening to Mono Clarity. My name is Stefan G. And I'm talking about churches. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about America. And I'm talking about what I see as a significant issue and a significant problem in this country. And it's eating away at my heart. And I just can't stop talking about it. Day after day, week after week, month after month, I know my friends are so sick of listening to me. Because it's all I talk about. All the time. I want to see an overhaul in the church in America. And I want to be a part of that overhaul. It's one of the reasons I come on here and I rant about this crap every week about something. Because I want to be a part of the overhaul. And I want to get my hands dirty. I want to get my fingers in it. I want to be one of the people that's helping one of the people that need to be helped. 35,000 plus churches in America. And we've still got hurting people. How is that possible? How is that possible? There are 159 million people who claim to be Christian in America. That's a lot of people. 159 million people. There's only 300 and something million people in America. So it's basically half of the country claims to be an Ameri- claims to be a Christian. Half the country claims to be a Christian. 159 million people claim to be Christians. Do you know if out of those 159 million people that claim to be Christians, if those each one of those people donated $100 a year, that would be $15 billion we could use to help people. 100 bucks a year from 159 million people. $15 15 billion dollars. Billion with a B. A hundred bucks. How much did you tithe last year? How much did you give in the offering last year? I bet you when you got that slip from your church in the beginning of the year and you saw the number, it probably made you feel good about yourself. Yet we still have the same problems in America. Your money helped nothing. $100 a piece, $15 billion. So, where's all the money going? $15 billion could clear the homeless problem easily. $15 billion might be able to buy everybody a house, like outright. $15 billion. People wouldn't have to go hungry. And this is just one year. We're not talking about forever. If everybody in America donated $100 each year, that's $15 billion a year. You're telling me we couldn't use $15 billion a year to take care of homelessness, to take care of hungry, to take care of education, to take care of children, to take care of the elderly, to take care of the sick, to take care of the mentally disturbed? $15 billion? 100 bucks per person. You're not going to tell me, I don't care how bad your situation is in America, unless you are one of the homeless, unless you are one of the hungry, unless you are one of the destitute, you're not going to tell me you don't waste $100 a year. Waste. When I say waste, I mean waste. I mean McDonald's. I mean movies. I mean candy bars. I mean Arizona iced tea. I mean cigarettes. I mean waste $100 a year. There's no way you're ever going to convince me. Each and every last one of you don't waste $100 a year. But all it takes is a collective $100 a year from every person who claims to be a Christian in this country. $15 billion goes to help other people. But we're not doing it. We are not doing it. And, and I don't know that we ever will. Because we have changed what we believe the church is supposed to be and what we believe the church is supposed to do. First and foremost, we've gotten this idea that the church is supposed to serve us. Because we've created this building, this temple. We've created a temple. In fact, we've created 35,000 plus temples all across America. And we've created this concept that those temples are supposed to serve us. They're supposed to serve us. They're supposed to be indoctrinated with the spirit of servanthood, and they're supposed to serve us. They're supposed to sing to us. They're supposed to preach to us. They're supposed to teach us. They're supposed to walk with us. They're supposed to counsel us. They're supposed to help us because we've just got it so bad. 159 million people hundred bucks a piece 15 billion dollars but we've got this entity that's supposed to serve us and we're convinced that we're supposed to go there to get fed i'm sorry mike who does the bible say is the daily bread the word of god the word of god the word of god that's how we get fed we don't get fed through the pastor. We don't get fed through praise and worship service. We don't get fed through the dance ministry. We don't get fed through the mime ministry. We don't get fed Wait, wait. Back up the what ministry? The mime ministry. Oh, you haven't seen the mime ministry no. no. <laughs> I gotta no. take you to a couple churches, homie.
1: Yeah, there's, there's the a mime
0: ministry? Yeah, there's a mime ministry where people dress in all black, they paint their faces white like a mime, and they mime. They ministered through mine. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's (laughs) the word of God. The word of God is how we're fed. The word of God is how we're fed. We are supposed, excuse me, do you rely on the church to feed you every day? Or do you go to the grocery store, buy food, go home, cook it, get a fork, shovel it down your throat, and digest it? So if you don't rely on the church to feed you every day, then why would you lie on the church to feed you spiritually every day? Excuse me, I'm sorry, twice a week. Because obviously we've got this newfangled thing where we only need to eat twice a week when it comes to spirituality. The word of God is how we're fed, yet we completely ignore the word of God. We're not concerned with the word of God. It's nice, and it's there, and we'll, we'll take a look at it, you know, when the pastor says turn in your Bibles too. Excuse me, scroll in your Bibles too. But other than that, eh, we'll we'll treat it like a Ouija board or like a roulette wheel and we'll flip the pages and say, OK, God, you know what I'm going through right now? Just I pray in the name of Jesus, just open to a passage that's relevant for me. And then we'll open it to a page and we'll read through the page a little bit till we find something that we can twist and turn and manipulate to apply to us. Oh, man. Sorry, I'm laughing so hard because that's so true. It It is. It's what we do. Instead of having a regiment, a daily regiment of Christianity, a daily regiment of Christ, a daily regiment of the word of God. And I hate to go back to this, but that seems a little impossible with a mime ministry. (laughs) Because there literally are no words. words. (laughs) We'll talk about the mime ministry lately. I'll show you some videos when we get done. (laughs) Okay. Okay but here we are as a people and what are we doing? Like I'm literally here to challenge you guys. What are you guys doing to further the gospel? And that I'm not talking about you should become a preacher. I'm just saying, what are you doing to further the example of Christ in this country? What are you doing to make sure that everywhere people go in America, they see Jesus? Because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to make sure that everywhere people go in America, they see Jesus. Period. Point blank. End of discussion. And there are enough of us, 159 million of us, half of the population. That means for every person that doesn't believe in Jesus, there's somebody that does believe in Jesus. So everywhere everybody goes, they should see Jesus at some point in time. And I'm not trying to take away from your flaws. I'm not trying to take away from your sin. I'm not trying to take away from your humanity. We're all humans. We all have problems. We all have vices. I like big butts and I cannot lie. We all have issues like that. But it doesn't mean we're not saved and it doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't love us and it doesn't mean that we don't love Jesus. And it doesn't mean that we can't be an example of Christ. It just means that we will be a human example of Christ instead of a perfect example of Christ because Christ was the only perfect one. 159 million people. 159 million people. 159 million people. 159 million Christians. And we can't keep them from saying bitch on TV. 159 million Christians. And we can't keep them from showing boobs to our children in school. Claiming they're teaching them about the anatomy. 159 million people. And we can't preserve the sanctity of marriage. 159 million people. And what are we doing? Christians, you suck. I suck. I'm one of you. I'm not trying to place blame on anybody else. I am one of you. I suck too. We suck collectively. If there's one thing we do as a group, it's suck. And we need to do better. We all need to do better. We all need to devote ourselves to the betterment of a different person than ourselves. Stop trying to prop yourself up so much. Stop trying to make sure you're the one who advances. Stop trying to make sure you're the one who gets better. Stop trying to make sure you're the one who's promoted. You help somebody else. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have introspection. I'm not saying that you shouldn't deal with your issues. I'm not saying that you shouldn't deal with the fact that your mother left you as a child or that somebody abused you or that you were sexually assaulted or that you didn't grow up with a good education. I'm not saying that. If you grew up with no education, by all means, go get your college degree. But after you get that college degree, you go out there and you help somebody else get their college degree. If you grew up and you were abused as a child, you deal with those wounds. You deal with those those demons. You get you get healed from that madness. You allow God to come into your heart and and in place his forgiveness and you forgive those people and you get healed from that nonsense, but then you go out and you teach somebody else how to do the exact same thing. Stop walking around like you holy cuz you got healed. Oh, Jesus, let me stop. Sorry. Dial it down a notch. <laughs> People, there is more. And we need to do more. I understand. You gotta go to work, 8 a.m., 5 p.m. You come home, you got kids to take care of, spend time with, you gotta feed them, you gotta spend time with your husband, gotta spend time with your wife, you know, you'd like to watch a little TV, you know. I understand. Maybe catch a movie, a little nookie at the end of the day, because you're, you know, you're married and you're doing it the right way. I get it. Maybe a bubble bath because it's been a long day. People have long days. I'm not saying that life is not life. What I'm saying is you can take three hours, five hours, 12 hours out of that week and help somebody else who's had a really long day. I'm saying if you have four kids, babysit the two from across the street. You already got four. You're not going to notice it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say you make an interesting point about helping other people. It doesn't even have to be like a homeless guy who lives downtown or something. No, it could be one of your neighbors, one Absolutely. of your friends. We don't even help our friends. We don't. Anymore. Oh my god, I don't even. I don't even help people move. I'm huge, and I don't help anybody move. This is true. You have <laughs> never helped me move. You know, we don't. And it, it, it's sickening, though. It's sickening, Mike, that we're not helping each other, that we're not loving each other, that we're not teaching each other, that we're not talking to each other, that we're not being vulnerable with each other and exposing ourselves to each other and relating to each other and encouraging each other. We're not doing it. Yeah, you you sent you put up a meme with Will Smith's face on it on Facebook and you feel inspirational all of a sudden. You repeated something that somebody else said on Twitter, and you've just, you know, started your practice. You got a church. Yeah, you mimed. You got a church, a 80-member church with international tagged on the end of the title, and you're feeling good about yourself. But you haven't done anything. Look at our country. If you believe it's working, then you're not paying attention. I'll say that again. If you believe it's working, you're not paying attention to our nation. Donald Trump is leading the polls, for Christ's sakes. If you're not paying attention, nothing is going to change. Trump is leading the polls. And you're telling me 159 million Christians can't take care of that problem in a week? We should be able to take care of that problem in a week. But we don't. We'd rather watch Basketball Wives. We'd rather watch Real Housewives of Atlanta or Orange County or Hollywood or wherever they are. We'd rather talk about Kanye at the Video Music Awards. God, talk about throw up on myself. We've got to do better. So like I'm challenging everybody evaluate yourself evaluate your church if your church is not seriously dedicated And I don't mean they do something once a month I mean if they're not seriously dedicated to helping others walk out don't come back Walk out and don't come back and find yourself a church that is moving in the spirit of Christ That is helping those that are not only less fortunate but just helping people all across this country 159 million people, $100 a year, $15 billion to help the people in this country. There's no way you're going to convince me we can't do it. And it starts today, and it starts with this podcast. It starts with this radio show. I want to hear about actions that you've taken. Moment of Clarity, Stefan G. Catch you guys next week. Cause the battle that we fight is spiritual So I feed my soul from his word Put my Bible in the air Cause I ain't no nerd your Bible in the air